can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. So, Joe, I have seen the new photos of Kim and Pete. Don't know where they are, but it looks like some sort of tropical paradise. Kind of looks like mm. me in Thailand, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. It, it's very tropical, maybe like Turks and Caicos or something. Yeah, it really, it really brought me back, and I, I was, I obviously was zooming in as close as I could. Yeah. So there's a, <laughs> there's a photo of them on a canoe. Um, he needs a bit of a tan, I'll be honest. Is it weird <laughs> that I zoomed up on both their feet when I yes, saw that, that photo? Is I just wanted to see if his toenails were short enough. <laughs> so I was zooming in on his, and he's. They've both got white blonde hair, but I zoomed mm. in on him and his arm tattoos have almost looked like they've completely disappeared. And it's mm. sort of, I had, when I saw this come up yesterday, I just had my tattoo removal, fourth tattoo removal on the weekend. And so they, because my tattoo's so stubborn, please never get a tattoo. This is like, I won't. it is just, <laughs> don't worry. Everyone listening, if you are not willing to go through, like, it's just, my tattoo on my wrist, I think maybe because it's so old and depending on what type of ink they've got, it's so stubborn. Mm. So they use like a different, I think they used either a different laser or they use something else this time around. I actually went in an hour early and they put um, numbing cream on and actually I lay down and got LED on my face for 20 minutes. Heaven. And then and then I put ice on it for another 10 minutes. And so it was really numb. And yeah. I know that they were using like a higher setting this time. But it has taken – you know how small my tattoo is. Yeah. My whole wrist swelled up and it did have some blistering. The blistering went down. But yeah. it's, it was pretty f***ing painful. Can you show me? Yeah. But it's really starting oh, to Oh, yeah. It's definitely starting to fade now. So yeah, it's all starting to break like- up. So it was all blistered and it was like pretty painful and swollen and I had to use ice on it for like at least 24 hours. So when I was thinking about him getting all those tattoos removed, I actually wonder like do they put celebrities under general anesthetic to like go through it because I I don't think that <laughs> Hannah could... and I were just comparing old photos of Pete Davidson <laughs> with the new ones to figure out he's, which tattoos he'd had removed. He looks like he's had a lot of tattoos removed. He's had a few tattoos for ex-girlfriends as well, hasn't he? Yeah. So he's uh, like he's yeah, he's she is obviously having a lot to do with his new look because yeah, he's also gym. looking a bit buffer. Mm. He's definitely looking more buff and he's obviously he's got less tattoos and he's wearing those really cool Prada sunnies as well. Yeah. And he's got white blonde hair. He's looking good. I'll give it to Pete Davidson. He is looking really good. Is he looking good though? Because he's with Kim <laughs> and that's just it's conditioning us because we like Kim and Maybe we're being forced into thinking he's, she's like elevated him. Maybe she, uh, he's grown on me a lot. Yes, yeah, he's really. Grown I liked on him me. initially. You were very. I against did him. not. I did not yeah. think I was. I didn't not like him. I just 
was so shocked at the pairing. It was mm. like I couldn't quite understand it. But anyway, all I could think about whenever I see him now is how did he withstand the tattoo removal? Like I just, it blows my mind. I'm yeah. like they must have special celebrity techniques that make it painless and the recovery. Maybe you're right. Maybe they do go under general anesthetic and they just do all their sessions. Or, you wouldn't go to that many general anesthetics, surely. Well, I've heard that if they give you local anesthetic, it's still really painful. Like, um, mm. remember, were you there when Daria told me that um, I think people have had local anesthetic and still like almost passed out? Well, it's probably going too deep in the skin to be fully numb. It's literally like, do you know what it's like? You know how um, Pete got branded with Kim's initials? Yeah. That's, that's what it's like, like getting your skin burnt into. That's, yeah. that's the only way I can describe it. Mm. Um, but anyway, I'm loving the Kardashians. Same. Oh, my God. Living it's the for first it. thing I do after work on a Thursday. Again, I want to apologise for those people who don't like the Kardashians, but it's just we have to admit that we personally do. So... <laughs> Um, but anyway, that's our little, um, that's my tattoo update. I'll let I you know. Can't I can't wait till it's completely gone. Oh, I know. I'm so excited. Would you get any of your other tattoos removed? All of them. <laughs> Actually, I've been thinking about getting all of them removed. Really? Eventually. Yeah, I just. Well, someone's changed their tune, haven't they? I'll see. I'll see how I feel. Like I go up and down about it, but. I potentially one day will get them all removed, but why? I'm just over it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just don't get any tattoos, guys, that are visible. Like, just don't. Just get them hidden. Just get them on your bik- under your bikini line. Like, if you're desperate <laughs> to get one, just don't have visible tattoos. That's my like recommendation. Some people everyone. just really like choose their tattoos though and never get sick of them. Yeah. I'm just the type of person that would pick a tattoo five years ago and I'd be sick of it in six months and then I'd be wanting to get it removed after six months. I'm just not a decisive person. Um. Anyway, what is on today's episode, Joe? So on today's episode, you're sharing your hacks for not showering, um, which is very on brand for you. Uh, and then <laughs> we're talking to uh, Lab Muffin about collagen supplements and, of course, our products we didn't know we needed. Honey, you said to me that yes. after your um, hike, you said, I've got some great tips to share if you yep. don't have access to a shower. And I said, yep. I'm probably never going to be in that position, but I'm well, sure no, there'll be someone in our audience that will be. There's not just hiking long haul flights. It's true. True. I'd normally take wipes for that. Yeah, but I've got a better system. Hot water, if your hot water runs out or you have some sort mm-hmm. of problem with your hot water system. Yep, true. Um, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of other reasons that you wouldn't have access to a shower. Hiking, obviously, maybe like a tour. Like I've been on and I, I did an overseas tour in Jordan and there were no showers. So, mm. yeah, so there's probably a, maybe three reasons you wouldn't have access to a shower. <laughs> So I went to the Northern Territory and did a hike. It was five days. There were no showers. So I had a shower on the first day in the morning and then that was it until the nighttime on the fifth day. And I am very fussy about being clean and like I have, you know, sometimes we'll have two showers a day. Like I I mean, most people like to be clean, right? Mm. But like the thought, I hadn't ever gone that long without a shower and the thought really 
concerned me. So mm. I didn't, I don't think those vagina wipes are enough. Like I don't think that's enough to really like wash yourself properly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I Go just, on. I just, it's just a wipe. Like it's not yeah, yeah. actually like washing. Okay. So yeah. this was my, this is my technique. So I had like um a small like bottle of um, FemFresh. Yeah. So it was quite the operation. So firstly, panty liners. Um, got to bring the panty liners back if you're not having a shower. Firstly, I was changing my undies twice a day and wearing a panty liner. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing. So the second thing was um, I would pack my little backpack with all of my cleaning stuff and I'd go to the drop toilet. You know what a drop toilet is. Mm-hmm. It's just yes. a pot, um, a, a big thing of poo. It, mm-hmm. Joe, looking down in that, have you ever looked down into a drop toilet? I have quite a few times, yeah. (laughs) It's like almost, it's traumatic, like experience to have, Mm. to just see all of that. And anytime I sit down, I think an animal's going to jump out at me. So um, basically I would bring my water bottle and I would bring um, like my little thing of FemFresh and I'd soap that up and I would wash and then I'd also do my underarms. So I didn't actually uh-huh. do my body, but just the places that you like want to feel fresh. Yeah. This is making sense. You look really concerned. Yeah. 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 So you've got a bit of water. You've foamed yeah, yeah. them just, up. Just foamed you've it up. Used done a your bit hands. Of a, do to... a bit of a wash. Then yeah. get, um, I had like a, one of those like microfiber towels. Yeah. Wet that, wipe yourself down. Ah. And then I'd like, wipe, and then I'd like wipe my whole body down as well with the like microfiber towel. Then I would stand there sem- semi naked in the drop toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait for myself to dry off a bit. New yeah. undies, panty liner. No, yeah. And then a panty liner. And then, so that would be my nighttime shower. And yeah. then in the morning, I would use the Femme Fresh wipes. Okay. That sounds actually quite reasonable. Yeah, I think that I think that the fact that everyone else, to be fair, everyone else had a swim at the because you usually on these hikes there might be like mm-hmm. somewhere that you can have a quick swim. Are they just freshwater areas? It, it was like a gorge. Is that a lake? Okay. Maybe I've got no idea. A, it's a gorge. I don't so know my got, waterways very well. Okay, neither do <laughs> I. So um, basically, you could like jump in there and get like fresh, but like mm-hmm. I chose not to. It was too cold. Oh, you didn't want to go in there. My dad went in. Everyone on the tour went in, and I put my feet in and screamed and ran away. Okay, too cold. Oh my god! I'd rather do my I'd rather do my shower technique than do than jump. Oh, I into thought cold you were going to say. I, I was thinking in my head. I reckon she's got one of those collapsible dog bowls. What? And she's yeah, you know those those silicon collapsible dog bowls, and you can fill oh. them with water. And I thought you were going to say you just sat in, oh. in it. And what well, I don't know why I thought that. I just thought that's what this segment was going to be. Oh but I think your your method is heaps better than that. No, I think if you're hiking, all you need is like a little get one of those little 100 mil mini bottles. Put your Fem Fresh in there, and you just mm. need a water bottle and then a microfiber towel, and that's like yeah. all you need. And then you can like 
I felt fresh the whole time. So with the microfiber towel, did you then rinse it out and let it dry somewhere? Yeah, because it dries over it like that'll just dry overnight. Okay. So and also it's like microfiber like dries like instantly. It's not Yeah, okay. I think I got mine from Wild Earth, which is an online hiking and camping store. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's like the adore beauty for hiking and camping. Can you sponsor? <laughs> so <laughs> And they do really good discounts. I got my hiking pack from there. I got a hiking shirt from there. So that's like the adore beauty of of hiking and camping. Oh, it's, okay. It's, it's called, yeah, cool. It's called Wild. It's called little shout out to Wild Earth. Um, yeah. So I got the microfiber towel, and it comes in like a little bag. It's about the, it's the size of like a tennis ball. It's tiny. Oh. Okay, cute. And so you just like wet that and like wipe yourself down and then like it'll just dry by the next day. Mm. And honestly, like if you're going hiking, I tried using the wipes for like one day and I just didn't feel clean enough. It wasn't the same as proper washing. And it's probably more sustainable for you to use a reusable microfiber cloth as well. Yeah. And then you can just rinse mm. that out, wash it. Well, not fully wash it. But um, yeah. I've got to say I did struggle a bit juggling all this stuff in the bathroom because I didn't want to have I my I was going to say, if you were in an aeroplane <laughs> toilet, there's not a lot of room for movement. So trying to get under your undercarriage. No, it would be easier. It would, it would be easier to do it in there because I was in a drop okay. toilet situation yeah, okay. where there was the door wasn't a door. It was just a gate. So oh it was all God. it was all open. So like people could see you had to like go around the corner. It was pitch black. There was no light because it was not it, it, the sun would go down. So okay. I'd have a head torch on. Oh god. And I'd have and then I'd sort of line all of my little um everything up. You got to be very take, planned. Take my pants and my undies off, give myself my little shower, what stand there mm. and dry off and then and then redress. Mm. But but it was worth it. I felt fresh the whole time and I went 5 days without a shower. And I didn't notice, I didn't feel dirty at all. And I didn't smell because I, I did yeah. my underarms as well. Yeah. Good for you. What did Rob do? I don't think, I don't know. I don't know what he did, but but maybe this is wrong, but I, I don't know that guys care as much when they're out in the bush. I don't know. Yeah. You didn't notice him being stinky? No, no one was really stinky, to be honest. Oh, that's pretty good. I mean, everyone else was joking that they were doing baby wipe showers because that's what we yeah. called it. But no one knew how dedicated I was. To yeah, my, you should have shared that with the group. To my shower. And also sometimes like I'd be in there for so long. There was one toilet between like 10. Oh, so everyone sorry, was like, oh, this there was, there was, girl just takes There was forever. one drop toilet between like 12 of us and I would sneak off and lock the gate and I'd be in there for ages washing myself. <laughs> I did have my period, which was a bit of a problem. But it's oh, nice. what? <laughs> that I completely know, changes this conversation. How did, did you manage to... that? So I basically, the day before we flew out, you know I don't track my period. And so I basically, oh. the, the day I was about to leave, <laughs> I got my period and I whispered to the guide, I said, are there going to be toilets? Because I didn't, I didn't want to like, because you had to squat behind trees mostly. Mm. And I didn't want to have to change a tampon. Yeah, bad. Oh my, oh my God, I have something funny to tell you though. So we were like, you, usually you would just have your group on the trail. And then this one day, so there was no one else behind. So you just go behind, behind a bush. And then so that the people that you were hiking with wouldn't see yeah. you pee. So I 
almost pulled my pants down and started squatting and I saw this guy walking towards oh me and I was like <gasps> and pulled my pants up and ran oh away. My oh, my God. What was, was he so, doing there? He was he was the tour behind and they'd caught up to us. Oh. I almost – imagine if I would like squatted the opposite and way. You were and just, you seen, were just helpless in, my, in midstream. And I, <laughs> and I was squatting and he could see my f***ing bum hole from oh. back there like oh <laughs> Oh my god, that would have been so embarrassing. <laughs> but luckily that didn't happen. I he no one saw me peeing. Um, but no, I didn't want to change my tampon. So I asked the, the guide and she said there'll be a drop toilet like along the way. So I just swapped it. Luckily for me, my period last two days. So it was yeah. gone by it was like literally I had it the day before we left, the day of the first day, and then it and then it disappeared. Oh, well, you're lucky. Oh, but no, I reckon my shower technique would work even if you had your period the whole time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You might. Might just need to rinse out that cloth a yeah, few more yeah. times. <laughs> no, so I was going to say maybe bring some like paper, like bring some toilet. Yeah. The only thing with using toilet paper is that it gets stuck to your vagina. Yeah. So, yeah. when, so if you have a Maybe damp, just a few cloths. If you have a damp vagina and you try to dry it with toilet paper, mm. take it from someone that tried it. You just yeah. get toilet paper Doesn't stuck work. all over it. Doesn't work. <laughs> so <laughs> I would probably suggest, I don't know what I'd suggest in that case. I think just take multiple cloths. May- maybe some disposable. And then in and then in your like dirties bag, you can just put yeah. the ones that you've used. So that was like, a, yeah, well, having my period was like an added stress, stressor yeah. on top of, on top of the no showering. But like I survived, I got back to Alice Springs and I wasn't even like I, I, I could have gone another five days. I was fine. Yeah. I felt I felt clean. I felt fresh. Um, my hair didn't obviously. Mm. The hair was the hair was probably the biggest issue. Starting to mm. get itchy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like you were very prepared, and I really appreciate you sharing I, this with us. I was, and actually, a little. I didn't actually take FemFresh because I've got the big pump bottle now. It's too big yeah. to take with you traveling. So I actually had a little one that I bought in Thailand. So oh. it, was like a, it was, they don't have FemFresh in Thailand, but I bought like a local FemFresh feminine wash from Thailand. Yeah, so I nice. brought that with me. Great. A piece of Thailand oh. with me in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a very helpful segment for those that love hiking and camping. And <laughs> thank you for that. Thanks. Did you take any skincare with you? Apart from sunscreen, obviously. I did. I took, um, so I always save my deluxe samples from a door. Mm. So I had the mini um, Estee Lauder Advanced Night Repair. And then I had a Dermalogica mini eye cream. And then I just brought a moisturizer. And that was and that was perfect. Yeah, nice. Did I, oh, and I brought a Bioderma mini cleanser as well. Those mm-hmm. deluxe samples, if you're like traveling and you, yeah, they're the best. They're good, aren't they? They're really good. So today we're chatting uh, collagen supplements or supplements in general, really. We had so many people request this. Actually, I think this has been a consistent request over the almost three years that we've had this podcast, Hannah. So today we've brought on, I would say, an expert in this field because she dared to um, she dared to respond to a very popular science educator, um, Dr. Carl. So we welcome Dr. Michelle Wong. You might know her as Lab Muffin on Instagram. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me back. 
Our pleasure. So if you don't know Lab Muffin already, you can find her on Instagram at Lab Muffin Beauty Science. But let's start by understanding what collagen is first. Can you talk us through the science, Michelle? Sure. So collagen is a protein, um, which means it's just like a thing made of amino acids. Sorry, I'm trying to make this like as simple as possible without going into (laughs) too much biology, which to be honest, is not my specialty either. Um, so collagen is a protein. It's um, basically a substance in our lower skin, the dermis, which makes it kind of plump up. It's one of the reasons why as you get older, your skin starts to go wrinkly because that collagen starts to break down and you don't have that sort of cushion in your skin to make you look plump and smooth. And yeah, I guess like quotation marks young. Mm-hmm. What is it true that they say that it like collagen starts to, you start to lose collagen in your twenties? Yeah. So, I mean, it really depends on a lot of factors, genetic, environmental, sun exposure. Um, mm. But generally most people start to lose collagen in their th- usually in their 30s. If you have a lot okay. of sun exposure, like Australia, with <sighs> light-skinned people who w- didn't evolve here, then it could be earlier. Mm. What does the sun do to collagen? <laughs> well, what, does, what doesn't the sun do to our skin? Okay. <laughs> um, it's just blasting UV into our skin, and um, it actually activates these enzymes in your skin, which are also proteins, but these enzymes break down collagen. And so they kind of chew it up um, in response to UV exposure. Mm. Mm. So really the sun's doing nothing good. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. So um, we spoke about that Dr. Carl video um, about collagen supplements. Michelle, you posted a video after Dr. Carl's clarifying information around how collagen supplements work. Can you kind of tell us more about that and what you said in that video? Yeah, so there is this general consensus um, in terms of nutrition that all proteins are made of amino acids. Amino acids are like Lego building blocks for protein and you stack them together and you make some sort of protein. There are about 20 um, naturally occurring amino acids or common amino acids that make up proteins. And so the common wisdom is like if you eat like steak or if you eat, um, if you have a protein shake, then that all breaks down into various amino acids. And then your body will take those amino acids and turn it into other proteins. And I mean, this is like the logic behind why if you've gone for a big workout, you should um, have protein afterwards. So your body has these building blocks to rebuild protein or build extra protein if you're trying to bulk up. So with collagen, it's a bit special. So you can think of, let's say, the Lego, um, the Lego blocks as 20 different colored Lego blocks. The special thing about collagen is that it has one special color that doesn't actually appear in pretty much any other protein that we have in our diet. I mean, there's collagen in things like steak and um, and chicken. It's usually in those like gristly bits, the bits that are sort of thin membranes within the muscle. So it's not in like the bulk of the muscle that we think of, but it's like in little bits around it. So in theory, we could get it from that. But in reality, there is not that much inside a chicken. I think I did a calculation once, which was like one protein supplement is, I think, maybe a lot of chicken, more than you would <laughs> normally eat in a meal. So Dr. Carl presented the um, the regular idea, which is any protein can be rebuilt by our bodies, which is true. And collagen can be built from other building blocks. But because collagen has that one special amino acid, that special colored Lego block, your body will actually sense that. So there's studies showing that your body can potentially sense that 
and see that as a signal to specifically build collagen. And this is kind of what we sort of say, um, nutritional versus a pharmacological um, mechanism of action. So nutritional is giving your body those Lego blocks to build all of your other proteins, whereas pharmacological is sort of like, it tells your body to do something specific. That seems to be what collagen supplements can potentially do. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Cause I was taking a collagen supplement for a couple of months and I definitely noticed that my nails were stronger and my hair was really shiny, but do you think there needs to be a lot more studies that go into how collagen supplements might work? Cause it seems a little bit murky out there at the moment. Yeah, it's definitely murky. So I guess there's a few reasons for why it's murky. Firstly, um, the government isn't pouring tons of money into studying collagen. Um, (laughs) It's just not that high on their priority list. I mean, there's cancer, there's COVID, there's so many other things to invest Mm. in. They're not pouring money into skincare. um, And I think we need to accept that. Um, So a lot of collagen supplements are funding these studies. And of course, they'll have a bit of bias. Um, There's Mm -hmm. potential bias. Um, A lot of them are collaborating with universities, though. So you would expect that to be a big check on the bias. Um, the second thing is there are so many different collagen supplements. So collagen, again, is this giant Lego structure and there's so many different ways to break it down and there's lots of different supplements. So you might've seen like marine collagen, bovine collagen. I was going to say like I've seen marine collagen and then like vegan kind of collagen. Is that what's sort of the difference between those? So a lot of them are just from different sources, but the way Mm. that it comes from different sources, like you might have different um, amounts of these um, Lego building blocks, like it's a very similar structure, but there'll be subtle differences, which could potentially make a difference in the body. There's also different ways of breaking them up. So you might've heard of hydrolyzed collagen Mm -hmm. and that hydrolyzed part is just They've broken it up, but you don't know how they've broken up. Maybe they've broken it up into really big chunks, maybe really tiny chunks. And so, yeah, you don't really know which type you have. And it's really hard to tell which type you have either with just the bottle. Mm -hmm. There are certain names of different collagen supplement types. Like there's one called Verisol, for example, which has a lot of um, research on it. So usually if you see Verisol, that's a I guess it's a good sign that that is one of the ones with more evidence behind it. Are there any that you would say work better than others or that you've tried yourself that you feel like have worked? Um, I personally haven't really tried that many, um, Mm -hmm. but I have seen a lot of research papers on Verisol specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure there'll be more coming out. So I think it's it's definitely an evolving field that will hopefully have more info on it. Um, Another thing actually that could be interesting is that I do believe a lot of collagen supplements have other things in them, like other minerals and vitamins and Mm -hmm. stuff, which could also make a big difference. So perhaps um, if you're seeing really good results with a collagen supplement, it is possible it's not the collagen and it's the Mm -hmm. other stuff in it. So yeah, I think honestly, the best thing to do as a consumer is to maybe try a few different ones, maybe Mm. see what seems to be working for your friends, which ones have good reviews, because yeah, right now the evidence is pretty gray. Is Mm. there anything that could be bad about taking a collagen supplement? Or if you want to try it, try it, it's not going to harm I think the worst thing is probably just the cost. Um, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the biggest risks. And I think like out of the things in skincare, collagen is probably one of the more expensive things that won't have a guaranteed return. Mm -hmm. So maybe try the other things first. Um, And then if you want to try stuff on top of it, if you've heard um, benefits that other people have had that you might 
be willing to risk your money on, then mm-hmm. maybe give it a try. But yeah, there are lots of other things. Like it's always those classic things that we keep coming back to: sunscreen, retinoids, um, maybe laser treatments. But yeah, um, collagen is probably a bit below that. But mm-hmm. It does seem to do some things that um, things like creams might not be able to do. Um, and how about collagen skincare or products marketed with collagen that are applied topically? Can these have any benefit on our skin? Um, not really. <laughs> just, just to be frank with you. <laughs> it was um, such a buzzword for a while. <laughs> it really was. Um, so collagen, again, it's a big protein. And when you put it on your skin, it's not going to make it down to the dermis, which is where you want the collagen to be. Um, Again, there's potential signaling things that it could potentially do at the top of your skin, but it's really not very convincing. Um, The main thing it can do is just hydrate your skin, which is a pretty low bar. Like I wouldn't pay that much to just hydrate. Mm. So yeah. What are the things, I guess you've already kind of answered this, but do you have sort of skincare products that definitely have the research behind them before people kind of start looking at at sort of like supplements and collagen? Yeah, so um, the things I would recommend first is obviously sunscreen. Um, Sunscreen reduces the UV and of course the UV can make these enzymes that break down the collagen within your skin. So, you know, protect the collagen you have before trying to rebuild it, I think is Mm -hmm. always a good um, option. Obviously, apart from sunscreen, all the other sun protection things like staying in the shade, um, making sure you wear a hat, sunglasses, um, don't go out in the middle of the day. Also, retinoids are one of the top things that you should probably try. So um, vitamin A derivatives, these do pretty much everything. Um, They're anti-everything. And yeah, there are some pretty budget-friendly options out there these days. I would probably also say vitamin C. I think vitamin C is a bit controversial because it works amazingly for some people and not very mm. well for other people. Why would that be? I, it, vitamin C is like hot my holy grail. It works so well for me. Why would it not work for other people? Um, I think it depends on what you're looking for for vitamin C. So the biggest thing is um, fading pigment. And it seems like... That's probably why. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it works on different... Um, skin tones in different ways. So I think um, most of the tests that have found really good results are on white skin and on Asian skin, both East Asian and South Asian. So South Asian is like Indian, um, that sort of area. But it doesn't seem to work great on black skin, Mm -hmm. anecdotally mostly, because yeah, there's not that much research on black skin and skincare in general. But anecdotally, um, it seems like a lot of people with black skin don't find that it fades very well. And I assume it's something genetic or to do with mel- like the types of melanin forming. I was going to say, is it because of the difference in the melanin? Yeah, I, honestly, I don't think anyone knows at the moment, but mm. hopefully there'll be more research on that. I bet there's still people out there sunbaking, though, that are taking collagen supplements, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely don't do that. Yeah, don't be doing that. So that's an absolute waste of money right there. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Michelle. We really appreciate your insights. Thank you so much for having me. So I've already spoken about for my product, we didn't know we needed. I'd already spoken about the Mason Balzac. I said I was going to buy it. It's the carafe with the little glass. Mm -hmm. I did buy it um, in pink and we talk a lot about not drinking enough water and I um, I have a solution. Yes. So... Um, people that own soda streams will understand this dilemma. Maybe it's just me, but when you do soda stream, it's too bubbly in the bottle. It needs, it's like wine. It needs to air out 
to be less, to be more. Yeah. <laughs> to be I more. don't like soda water. Okay. So, so, yeah. Can someone, can people tell me if they have this problem? Like you do the soda stream, all the bubbles are like contained in the bottle and it needs to go somewhere. So like, like you would air out a bottle of red wine, I pour my soda stream into my Mason Balzac, the whole thing, ah. into my carafe. However, I don't find soda water flavorful enough for me to drink it round the clock. Like I just find okay. it a bit like I want to drink more water, but like I still struggle because I just don't think to. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I have a little trick. I've basically been using, is it Twinings infused? They're like the. Oh, yeah. They're like, it's not caffeinated, but it's like a flavored iced tea sort of thing. Like a yeah. cold. I've got them. Yeah. So they come in like a little pouch. It's not like a, it's like a, it's not like a tea bag. It's like a little pouch thing that looks like a tea bag. Anyway, I put that into the carafe. Then I pour my soda water over the top, let it infuse. So one of those tea bags um, can cover 800 mils. So that's like. Wow. And then I basically will drink that whole carafe in like an hour because it tastes like so yummy. And that, and so my PWDKWN is twinings infused. Not sponsored. Oh, that's my P- it should be. <laughs> that's it. Like honestly, if you are struggling to drink water, I feel way more hydrated. My skin is looking better. Mm. I don't go. I don't wake up feeling really thirsty because I always like have that ready at night. Straight after dinner, I'll have a whole carafe of it. It's a oh, life changer. I'm just permanently dehydrated, and then I wonder why I have a really bad <laughs> so headache. Basically, you just need to buy a soda stream. You need to buy a Mason Balzac carafe, <laughs> and then the, and then you need to stock up on the Twinings infuse. Yeah, um, I'm sure that bags. it would work in a regular glass, but still, <laughs> no, because the soda water has to air air out. Okay, that's important. And also, for you, yeah. if you don't like plain water, which I don't, the soda mm. water makes it much more palatable. I've life hacked drinking more water. I have. Yeah, I think you have. Yeah, I'm so yeah. impressed. But but to be fair, that Mason Balzac carafe is beautiful it is it is nice worth every cent. probably just the visual element of it oh, will make you want to drink more water it's so nice I just yeah I I can't I got uh, the pink one is just so nice and then I have an extra four glasses of those pink glasses that when I have people over mm-hmm. I can still use the carafe with like my four yeah, nice. bigger glasses so mm. all their stuff is amazing so that's yeah. mine what's yours today is one that I love as well <sighs> Mine is bougie. Yes. Uh, so I got a sample. I think it's about a four or six mil sample of the SkinCeuticals AGE Eye Complex. Um, I believe this comes in a moisturizer version as well. It is $152 for a 15 mil eye cream. I've had it though forever. I've been using this sample for a very long time. It doesn't seem to be running out. So a little bit goes a no, long way with the, this product. Wait, you've got the pot. Don't you have the pot? Do you have the pot? No, I've got a little tube sample. That pot would last you a year. That like, yeah, you know, sometimes eye creams aren't that easy to use because you got to squeeze them out. That pots, you just like yeah. dab your finger in. Yeah. I'm definitely a big fan of it. Um, have you got the pot at home? Mm-hmm. Oh, it, will, it will never run I'm out. I'm hoping SkinCeuticals hear this because I, I really can't be affording to buy a $152 eye cream right now. <laughs> yeah, so this is SkinCeuticals. She just bought a house. Yeah. <laughs> Help a sister out. Um, so, yeah, I didn't expect this to be any different from any other eye cream that I've 
used before because there really wasn't anything that stood out to me as being groundbreaking, but I thought it's SkinCeuticals. It'll probably be nice. And when I first used it, I thought this might be a little bit rich for me. I'm worried I might get a little bit of milia under my eyes, but nothing's happened over the last few weeks that I've been using it. It's quite thin. Like it's it not is, a, yeah. oh, it blends out to be yeah, quite thin, but when you first put it on, you're like, oh, it's quite a rich cream, yeah. but it does blend out well. Um, so they do say that it significantly improves dark circles, puffiness, wrinkles, and crow's feet. Apparently that was from a clinical study. So I can confirm that my under eyes have looked brighter than normal and I haven't been sleeping more or drinking more water or anything that could potentially be benefiting my appearance. I did have clear and brilliant though. So I don't know, maybe my skin's just looking better in general, but I have very much enjoyed this eye cream and I'm kind of sad for when the sample runs out and I feel like maybe I will have to just bite the bullet splurge I also need to buy another PCA hyaluronic acid lip booster so I'm gonna have no money this month (laughs) after my staff order um but yes this definitely gets a big tick from me especially for more mature skins I would say this isn't really for our age group like it's not designed for us I would definitely second um joe it's probably the eye cream that I go back to over and over and honestly for the price you you'd go a year and you would like it would mm. real it really yeah that pot is like it I don't know how you'd even go sometimes I wonder with eye creams how people go through them yeah <gasps> so how do you finish them please mm. tell us yeah yeah so that's my product I didn't know I needed but I did have a pro- another product that isn't related to beauty in any way um it's a board game Oh, so I know that board games might be a little bit triggering for those of us in Victoria who were stuck in lockdown for two years of our lives, but I still quite enjoy them. Um, so I discovered this game called the Logo Game, uh huh, and it's just really like for people that are in marketing or any kind of like creative oh. industry. It's just really because I feel like naturally you're very drawn to brands, yeah, because you just understand kind of what goes into creating a brand. So it's got these like cards that you read from and some of them have like picture cues or they're just like word clues and you have to guess the brand so it's an Australian game so it's all I think there's an American version as well but it's all like Australian brands so it's really fun I quite enjoy it I think you can get it from Big W or Target love a Big W purchase yeah so would recommend have you played Articulate yes I love Articulate one of my favorites I'm so competitive Oh, like same. my dark side comes out when I play Articulate. My parents same. actually, my mom like doesn't like playing with me. Like she's just like, you yeah. s- I stress her out. If I'm her partner, I just stress her out too much. When Hattie and I play with other people, they yeah. just don't understand the level <laughs> of how well we know each other. So we just, we can just look at each other yeah. and you kind of know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a game that you we were talking about board games before and it made me mm. remember my for my birthday, my mum gave me a gift, very thoughtful. Um, she did find it at an op shop, so no points for, for money spent, but a lot of points for the thought. It's called Red Flags, mm. the, game of, <laughs> the Game of Terrible Dates. And so basically, I don't even know how it works, but you basically there's like a thousand cars of like red flags. Is what it, it looks, looks like. like cards against humanity yeah kind of. yeah yeah so I wanted to to read out a few and see what you think I've never even mm-hmm. pulled, I've never pulled this game out to be honest with you yeah um and you tell me if this is let's say is this an ick um okay literally never stops talking yeah ick. <laughs> burps and blows in your face 
Um, seriously, vomit in my mouth. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, oh, this one, open mouth kisses their pets. Oh, what? Yeah. Who would not say that was a red flag? Okay, this is a funny one because I've got a story on this one. Super clingy. Uh, yeah, no, can't cope with that. <laughs> I'm pretty clingy, I'll be honest with you. Um, I? Yeah, 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 yeah. My nickname um, with the Canadian was Koala because I'm so clingy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> clingy like a koala. He just sends me emojis of koalas. Literally won't talk to you if you're part of the wrong Hogwarts house. I mean, how can they know for sure what Hogwarts <laughs> house you're part of? If you've never been to a sorting <laughs> ceremony. Always picking their nose. Oh, my ex used to do that. Probably still does. <laughs> <laughs> These are so random. Narrates everything they do out loud. <laughs> In third person. <laughs> so weird. Um, text, oh, I don't like this. Text exclusively in emojis. No. Always bragging about past sexual conquests. That's just not appealing. These are so like massive is totally married. I mean, of course that's a fucking red flag. <laughs> oh, I hate this. I've actually had a conversation about how much this annoys me. Tells you to calm down after everything you say. Oh. Calm down, relax. I don't like that. No, in no situation, if you're worked up, should anybody say relax or calm down? Oh, it's just also not- <laughs> I'm not I'm not a calm person. Like that's just not who I am. Like I am a stress head and I overthink everything. Like stop trying to change me, okay? <laughs> well, I look forward to playing that game with you um, in person. Okay, everyone. We will see you next week. See you next week. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.